A lot of folks out there asking, where'd rock go? Where's the rock? Where's the great rock and roll? Well, if you've been tuning into the podcast on a regular basis, we have been talking about that. But one of the places you could, uh, you know, investigate might be checking out some of the modern blues artists. When it comes to today's blues artists, many blur the lines between blues and rock so much that had they had careers in maybe the 70s, 80s, or 90s, they would absolutely be considered rock artists and not blues artists. So in this week's Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, we will introduce you to 10 blues artists who are actually rockers in disguise. Get ready to rock out with your talk out. It's the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Welcome back, moms and dads, boys and girls, and children of all ages to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Lily, you know what I realized today? (laughs) What? I realized that I'm this old. I'm old enough to have used the word gay to mean happy and not be ironic about it. Yeah? That's how old I am. Wow. That's... Pretty old. Now, wow. gay didn't always mean gay. No. It used to mean happy. And happy. It was just the word for happy. Yeah. There's even like some Christmas carols. Sure. That, Dawn we now. Yeah, our gay apparel. Our gay apparel. Yeah. Well, that's a whole new meaning yeah, in today's world, I, I guess. guess. So. But um <clears throat> Wow. But uh yeah, I'm that's all I just that's I just it was like I, I was old. like one of those, you know, aha you moments. So anyways, guys, welcome to Ludini Rock and Roll <laughs> Circus. My name is Lou Lombardi, aka Ludini. Find us at LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com where you can become part of our inner circle amongst many other cool things like find our entire YouTube archive. That's important because we are shadow banned on YouTube because we just say whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, we're hard to, we don't just, won't automatically just come up in people's searches uh, even though we pick awesome topics. So go to uh, DiniRockAndRollCircus.com and check all the happy stuff out. Um, let's talk about Wolf's Customs. I'm wearing the t-shirt. Not only am I wearing the t-shirt, I have the card. Um, Wolf's Customs. Mm. Go to Wolf'sCustoms.online or find them on social media. This is where you go to get custom paint jobs and artwork done on your musical instrument. Yeah, it's a, like, just a very cool way to stand out. You know, I mean, you know, uh, what, you, you guys know who Glenn Vicker is? You know who Glenn Vicker is? Glenn Vickers. Yeah, you know who he is? He's a, got the, he's the, he, uh, Sonic, um, can't remember, he, he's a, he's a, um, audio engineer. And okay. He has a YouTube channel. Yes. And he's usually very, like, Rah! he does a lot of yelling. He's quite loud. He's got real long, yeah, yeah, yes. long, long hair, you know. Unlike us. And, and he's been on this rant for, mm-hmm. like, months about guitar players, you know, <clears throat> you know, buying guitars that he thinks are stupid okay Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um a guitar is like so personal and as a guitarist you're not just looking for something that really plays well and sounds well you had you you want it it's like part of your personality you have to kind of vibe with it yes and if you feel for some reason that like because you jimmy page played one that like it's gonna kind of help give you that feeling and make you feel like more inspired or whatever. And then you got the cash, then buy yourself, you know, fifty nine reissue. 
mm-hmm. you know, just mm-hmm. you know, like go just just you know that that's what that that's there for. It's it's an emotional decision, and music is all about emotion. And having a guitar that you're playing that feels custom to you, or it feels like it really expresses your personality. Part of that is the finish, right? Kevin, Kevin's a guitarist. Correct, correct you know, as we, usual. King where Friday. we look at we look at finishes on guitars. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. I love that finish. Yeah, this looks really cool. Whatever. Um, so that is why you might want to talk uh, to Chris Thunderwolf Dots and Wolf's online. You know, to maybe you got a cool guitar, but maybe you want to customize it enough to make it have your own. Yeah. You know, your own your own make thing, your own thing, make it yours, make it your exactly. thing. I'm thinking about the guitar that uh, Eric Clapton was playing in Cream. It's called a Les Paul, but it was actually an SG, you know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes. And he had oh, painted, he painted it, it all up. Yeah. 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 So that's, a, you know, that's that kind of thing. And I think Jimmy Page did a Telecaster like that too. Yes. But like, that's just something cool to do. So something to think about, you know, instead of, you know, maybe you love the guitar you have, but. You, know, you want to personalize it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And they do beautiful stuff. I mean, really, really stuff. You want to check it out. Um, also, I want to mention rockrageradio.com. Go there, download the... What kind of app is it again, Lily? Free! Yes, no it is a free way. app. Yes, it is. Wow. It's 100,000% free. And, yeah. So Did you, you just shoot my, your shot? I just shot my wad. Wow. Because I love Rock Rage Radio. Rock Rage mm-hmm. Radio is a 24-hour internet radio, totally free, where you can listen to great music programming 24-7. It's awesome. It's just it's just freaking amazing. If you're into music, it's definitely something you want to check out. They cover a lot of sounds, you know, and, and a lot of different styles. Something for everyone. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. They really mix it up. Just like Rock stations used to do <laughs> way back yeah um so it, it's it's very very cool rockrageradio.com download that app i am really excited about these folks that work with us man because like it's just a very cool thing it's the brotherhood of music and it's just freaking awesome uh speaking of the brotherhood of music mm-hmm. um she does not have a penis what so does that make you a non-penist person <laughs> i guess <laughs> sick. for you non-penist people yeah, it was this, a one-eyed, one-horned, flying, non-penis. This is why what? I apologized in advance, everybody. You did apologize. This is why I apologized in advance. Because well, I knew it was anyways, gonna happen. So, um, <laughs> we have Lily V6. Yeah. What's up, all? I went to Rage Against the Machine on Friday. Yeah. Wow. Rage Against Machines. <laughs> <laughs> I was in one of the cushy corporate suites, though. Ooh. You weren't in the pit? I was not in the pit for that. Getting rounds, flounced around. No. Flounced around, everybody. <laughs> you know. But I'll tell you what, I like the free food, drink, and cushy seats you get. Mm, cushy. Corporate suites. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do recommend that. Because that is like, that's just completely against everything to rage against the machines. <laughs> I know, right? I know. They're like, it really they're is. Like, they're like the, pro, the, the bourgeois, no, the proletariat needs to rise up and overthrow the bourgeois. I mean, they're t- it's a total commie thing. If you ever listen to the lyrics, total like- communist. I, I enjoyed going against them, but that's okay. Waiter, can I get another cosmopolitan? <laughs> and it's just hilarious that, like, you know, there people go to a Rage Against the Machine and sit in like cushy, like boxy. Oh, Are any yeah, more like, cocktail? You know. I was very bougie. I loved it. Bougie. Nice. We had bougie, firecracker bougie. shrimp. What? <laughs> Not cocktail weenies. Firecracker shrimp. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Does it like pop in your mouth? No, oh, it's just I, really spicy. Okay, in your I'm mouth. Not get it. I'm not uh-huh. It's spicy in your mouth, Lou. Oh, boy. Uh, speaking of spicy in the mouth, we have the man, the legend himself. We have Pittsburgh Kevin. Hey, everybody. So what's going on, buddy? <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, we were talking about guitars and stuff like that. I'm very excited. Tomorrow I have a day off, and you know what I'm doing? 
masturbating furiously with a guitar okay like after that with a guitar <laughs> lily have you been listening through the floor again maybe <laughs> yikes sometimes I can't help myself hey, on the ceiling if you want, want me <laughs> hey that happened once. we've already done that <laughs> anyway so uh no um but uh but uh, uh one of my uh my framptonstein my les paul a uh, little scratchy, little scratchy, and my uh, Fender frontman, little scratchy. So I got off my butt and went out and got contact cleaner. So tomorrow, everything is getting sprayed down. So it'll be fully functional, Lou. That's my. Oh. That's how exciting my life is. So folks. you'll be a fully functioning alcoholic. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. pretty much. Yeah, I, I just want to so, make. Yeah. Sure, I just want to make Thanks. sure we're we're yeah. like you know we're all on the same page. <laughs> Just make sure. Just making sure, oh, guys. Boy. Just yeah. making sure. So, um, okay. And is there any other comings and goings that we need to document? Oh, there's lots of comings. <laughs> Later on, there'll be some goings. Uh, rest in peace. Shell Nichols. Yeah. Star Trek. Lieutenant Uhura. Famously, mm-hmm. we're going to quit the show. And the man, the legend himself, the man, a um, guy we could use right now, Martin Luther King yeah. Jr. told her not to do it. Awesome. Uh, don't quit. Stay on the show. You know, it's really in yeah. a lot. Uh, over the years, she went on to really uh, inspire a lot of uh, African-American folk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so many people have talked about that. I mean, anytime she was on anything, you know, there was always this, you know, people were like, oh, my God, you inspired me so much. Yeah. Know? And yeah. Uh, primetime television, you know, had a position of authority, uh, you know, on mm-hmm. the you know, uh, in the crew and everything. Yeah. She wasn't just, you know, um, she wasn't a yeoman. She was somebody who was like in charge of like what was being said in like sometimes in, in times of fucked up shit going down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and. And and the first interracial Ooh, kiss. Sexy. Too bad it was with Bill Shatner. I mean, yeah. what are you nah, gonna do? I'll tell you what, man, I remember seeing that as a kid and I, I thought that was like the one of the sexiest things. I, I hey just now. I was just starting to that, you know, age where I was just kinda hey starting now. to think. Yeah. And I saw it, it like made me feel funny. It made you feel funny. <laughs> made me feel funny. Like deep in a, down you know, inside. Yeah, deep down inside. Mm, yes, down uh, in the cockles of my heart. Yeah, 80, 89, Yes, that's what she was. Eighty nine years old. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. Good run. Good run. Thank you, Michelle. Rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome person. And uh, of course, what do you say? Star Trek. Um. So any. So that's about it. We're gonna get. We're gonna get into. <laughs> Lily. Lily's not saying. Star we're gonna Trek. get into. Yes. Um. What the Beatles did later on. Okay. So and just so you know, there's a lot I already looked. Oh, <laughs> all Beatles, all the time. We're always but last doing tu- uh, last Tuesday there was nothing about the Beatles at all. Really? Yep. Oh man. <laughs> Not one thing. They must just put. They just must know because we're all on stuff. on Mondays. They <laughs> load up on Beatles yeah. stuff. What's funny is when like this, like it says, you know, this day in nineteen this nineteen sixty eight, the Beatles, and then it's like blah 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 blah, all these other bands, blah, 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 mm-hmm. and the the Beatles were there. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, the Beatles were there. They were they never stayed home. Always that, checking that, the, shit Those out. are like you know, they, you know, they got gotcha. you. It was like yeah. clickbait. <laughs> um, there's a good name for band click. That has to be a band called clickbait. Sure so, um, the today's topic is the blues and yes. rock. Rock. Frocking, frocking blue. So, right. Right. Blues had a baby. Oh. And, you know the words? The Blues had a baby, and they named it Rock and Roll. That was nice. Muddy Waters. Thank you. And, uh, this was a style of music that, uh, sort of was 
um, I came out of like um, early uh, slave um, call and response mm -hmm. type things. And um, what was interesting about it was the rhythm that they used and the um, the uh, the notes that they sang. They actually started singing notes that weren't in the scale. Mm. Okay, and I'm not going to get too super technical about it, but that's what they were doing. They were bringing in what they call blue notes. And um, this was really revolution but it felt really good like when you hear it done you hear that kind of singing you hear that kind right. of playing you can like it feels really good so the the sort of like uh blues like kind of an oxymoron blues it's called the blues but it makes you but feel it makes good. you feel good <laughs> right you know what i'm saying so um if so so we're going to be talking about what makes blues blues etc uh as well as it's because we want to compare what um, what the blues really is to what these guys that we're going to be talking about are, are doing. Um, so of course, you know the right the blues is a is a direct influence. It's the thing that that rock comes uh, that gives birth to rock and roll. The blues rock and roll is kind of what like a mixture of country and blues together. That's what kind of, mm -hmm. they always yeah, say like yeah, yeah, white yeah. white and black music. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, where whereas they would take the blues song forms. But instead of playing them with swing time or um, or uh, triplet feel, they would put the, make it like more like a four on the floor, like boom, 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 boom. Instead, ba boom, ba boom, ba boom, ba boom. So blues would be like da 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 da, -da. and oh. rock would be boom, get the idea. So I really like that example. Okay, yeah. that's kind of <laughs> that 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 that's where the, the the sort of the you know they 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 diverge. But I digress. Um, so you have to. So so that is, you know, and, and there's a lot of argument like about exactly what is blues, and um, a lot of these folks that we're going to be talking about, if you were to get them alone, mm -hmm. um, as I have heard yes. them, some of them come out of some of their own mouths, that um, if you were to get them alone, they'd be like, well, well we really are rock, mm -hmm. um, but if we say we're rock. Then the blue, then like, because our bread and butter is the blues, like the blues people are like supporting us. <laughs> we come out and say that we're rock. We're not going to sell any albums. We're not going to get invited to the big festivals, right? Et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. Um, so I, I think that's what happened with like Kenny Wayne Shepherd and uh, people like that. You know, they had mm -hmm. to kind of stay mm -hmm. in that enough. Uh, but uh, you know, I've been I've uh, been to the um, the blues challenge uh, shows in Pittsburgh a number of times and talked to me uh, different members of the uh, the the Pittsburgh Blues Association. We are based out of Pittsburgh, in case you're wondering why I'm talking about that. And there is a kind of attitude, in my opinion, that, you know, oh, you know, that band, they're like, that, that's not real blues. You know, you'd hear a band, they'd be great. Mm -hmm. And people go, oh, that's, that's not real blues. Yeah, yeah. And that's not, I'm like, okay. Nice try. And they, they, they do try to pick the person who is the most, um, like, quote unquote, authentic or is, you know, Old timey as, mm -hmm. as possible. <clears throat> Granted, most of the artists aren't really sounding old timey, but the, they they try to get somebody as close to that type of thing as possible to make themselves feel good about themselves. Um, because I, I think when you get people that don't play music, um, they don't really know what else to judge stuff on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they have to pick the lowest common denominator. Mm -hmm. Something very simple, you know. Um, you know, 
It sounds like BB King. It's got to be good. That's it. <laughs> you know, that's it. It just sounds like BB King. It's it's great. Oh boy. So um, blues rock, and then then so so what I wanted to kind of bring up real quick is um, Lily. Yes. Um, what do you think? I think that like Led Zeppelin, Cream, and the Jimi Hendrix experience, like if they came out today, I think they would be considered blues bands. I don't think Led Zeppelin would, but the other two, yeah. I think Led Zeppelin would. I think Led. I think. I think. I think. I think. Maybe some of the songs. I think Led Zeppelin would, and I think their catalog would look a little different. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you know. They may. Stairway to Heaven may have been a little different. You know. May Maybe. Not been, you know. But. Um, what about you, Kevin? Can you think about it, like any guys that like had they come out today would absolutely be just automatically your blues? I don't know because like for me growing up, it was such a like the lines were very blurred because most of the bands I listened to were influenced by the blues. You know, I mean, you could you could technically say like if like today the Stones. You know, their early Stone stuff is very bluesy. They were very much influenced. Yeah, they may have just been considered, oh, there's a blues band. Yeah, exactly. Aerosmith. Yeah. yeah. Aeros- Aerosmith, Aerosmith was another one. So I think you, I think you yeah. could make an argument that a lot of those bands would have been... Um, uh, oh, they're bluesy. Yeah. They're, blues. you know, they're really... They're, we, we, now we call... And it's funny, rock became so many different things, right? Mm-hmm. The 70s gave birth to the 80s, and the 80s rock completely changes all over again. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's less reliance directly on the blues in a lot of places. And blues has a big, you know, comeback with Stevie Ray Vaughan and the right, Thunderbirds. Right. And every, you know, every time Dick and Harry's coming out there, you know, doing the, the yeah. Then they, a couple years later, you got the uh, the Johnny Langs and the Kenny Wayne Shepherds, and like exactly. it just keeps going. Yeah, every yeah. decade, there's this like blues guy, mm-hmm. you know, resurgence. Um, yeah, there's this sort of thing yeah. that, that that's Bring always the blues back. But it's really a separate thing because in the beginning, the rock bands that were really big that were really like conquering the world were cream led zeppelin mm-hmm. Jimi hendrix experience um the jeff beck group right bands like that that would today like you could put on a you know uh you could put on a beckola and i mean it would definitely would sound like right along line with what today's blues are a lot of today's blues artists are doing um <clears throat> so um it's just interesting how uh, the styles have so diverse. We talked about this about metal, right, Lily? About all the different like subgenres. Yes, of metal. that was oh quite God. a yeah. podcast. And and, and it, we had like a ton <clears throat> of them. We said it wasn't even exhaustive. Like we, you know, we were exhausted after. <laughs> um, There's too many. Yeah, in it's metal. Too many. There's so, way too many. <laughs> so 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 I I'm not so sure that is good. I you know we alluded to this earlier that there was a time when rock stations would play, you know. Led Zeppelin and Bruce Springsteen right. mm-hmm. and Tom Petty yeah. and Devo. You know what I mean? You right. heard all those. All, you could hear all those on the same rush. You could hear those all those on the same station. Maybe maybe even playing it one after each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, and you just were like, you know, you, and yeah. It, yeah. And so it brought in a lot of different sounds to you. You you know you and you know. And so I think that that's why. Um, uh, one of the reasons why we are where we are with this, like, well, people are like, well, it's blues rock now. Mm. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, it's blues, though. It's still in that. So it's like saying, you know, it's like saying death metal, blues rock. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, anyways, <laughs> I have a question. Oh, boy. Though. Oh, boy. I'm going to ask you guys. Okay. Is Pat Travers blues or rock? I don't. 
I can't answer. Wow. That. I, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if you can answer. Yeah. What about Robin Trower? Is Robin yeah. Trower yeah. a blues artist or a rock artist? Well, see, these are these are guys that I was like kind of looking into, and I'm like, mm, is it is it really rock? You know, like some of my picks, you can definitely tell they're rock, but they're blues, but they're rock. But these guys, yeah, yeah. So and like Frank Marino, Mahogany Rush, like that's mm-hmm. another guy who's uh, you know. Is he a blues guy? Is he a... What is he? Yeah. What could he be? Uh, John Sykes. Sykes. Is another guy you could put You could put on here. Is he a, is he a blues yeah. guy? Is he a, um, is he a rock player? Um, so just stuff to do. And so, and then I want to quickly touch on the curious cases oh. of Johnny Winter and Stevie Ray Vaughan. That is curious. Who were... Jo- yes, Johnny did rock albums and he played fucking stadiums. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a time when I that kind of music that. was like yeah. the mainstream music. Oh, boy. Big guitars, solos, yep. you know, whole album side, you know, mm-hmm. the long version of Freebird. Remember right, all that right. shit? Yeah, people I ate that, that shit that up. Shit. And so Johnny Winter, you know, in the 70s, like, he just freaking... He, he was a he was a huge artist, but he was really a blues guy at heart. And um, you know, he went later in his life. He talked talked about that t- period of his life, and he didn't like it. He really wanted to go back to be a smaller kind of artist, mm-hmm. just playing blues. He didn't want he didn't he didn't like all that. I mean, it ended up getting him into he got into trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, do, you know that's where he got into drugs and everything. Yeah. And then there's Stevie Ray Vaughan, yes. who's like. In some ways, sounds like really like an uncompromising blues guy to me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? To me, yeah. But one of his biggest songs is "Voodoo Child" mm-hmm. by Jimi Hendrix, which is not a blues song, right? And little and Little Wing, mm-hmm. he is a version of Little Wing, yeah. Indeed. So, like, you know, so that's some of his biggest stuff, and that it's uh, you know, um, and it's not really, you know, blues per se, you know, unless you're going to say that Jimi Hendrix wasn't a rock musician; he was a blues musician. Just about, so and I, and I have to say one more thing. Here we go. <laughs> Pittsburgh's. Uh, so there's this cool. Um, um, Last FM does a has a. Uh, I have it in the show notes. A whole just giant list of blues rock, bluesy rock bands. Mm-hmm. And the one band was called Fresh Blueberry Pancake, mm. and they're from Pittsburgh. <laughs> And they had like they existed for like three years. They they I don't know how they made I don't know how they got this list, but they put these guys on it, and they don't have they never released an album. There's just some demos floating around, and people yeah. said they're good. <laughs> but oh. they were just a Pittsburgh band. And I tried coming. to look at the names of the guys, but they didn't. None of them were guys that Wait, I remember. You know, there was like, yeah. like it wasn't like there was, no, it was like no Norm Nardini right. or Joey Granati or any of those kind of guys. The usuals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, just hmm. just kind of like a sort the of like mafia. oh by the way <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, so we're gonna get into our list. Here we go. And away we, we go. go. <laughs> uh, me? Okay. Yeah, ladies first. I, that's, I don't know why I'm going first, then, guys. <laughs> uh, so Samantha Fish is the first on my list. Oh. Um, I'm not a huge fan of her name. I guess it's catchy though. There it is. <laughs> um, American singer, songwriter, and guitarist from Kansas City. Often cited as a Ooh. blues artist, her albums and live shows Ow. feature multiple genres, including rock, country, funk, bluegrass, and ballads. Uh, she grew up in Kansas City and started out playing the drums, but when she was 15, she switched to guitar. Um, she's definitely a fan favorite in our area of the world, which is Pittsburgh. Um, everybody goes to her shows, always a sold-out show. Um, she initially heard recordings of Bonnie Raitt and Stevie Ray Vaughan. She later heard music from Tom Petty and the Rolling Stones and cited that the Stones album Sticky Fingers as her uh, influential, mo- influential moment music. 
Um, her third studio album, Wild Heart, was released on July 10th, 2015. And that new album is more roots rock than her blues originals. So mm. it's pretty cool. Um, to me, she sounds to me she sounds more rock with blues inspiration. Right. I agree. <laughs> um, she's on my list as well. Um, and some of her go go to YouTube and find her version of War Pigs. Yes, oh, wow. I've, I've heard it. Okay. <laughs> so, fuck, it's devastating. It's heavy as fuck. And she, like she sings it with that like great soulful voice, and she has a kind of like um, she kind of has like a Marilyn Monroe kind of Very thing going on with her, her look. So it's really kind of crazy to watch. Mm-hmm. It's like Marilyn Monroe, <laughs> you know, <laughs> sings like this gutsy blues rock and rips up the guitar. It's like wow, I <laughs> want oh, you know, yeah, yes. live long enough to see some fucked up shit. Yes, for sure. <laughs> but no, she's great. She's fucking great. What do you got? Pittsburgh, <clears throat> Well, Lily, Lily started with the ladies and Lou. Hey, Lou. Hey, Lou. Hey, Lou. Hey, Lou. Hey, Yins know me, right? Bones. Bones is late. He's a little bit late. Hey, Lou. Must have been taking a nap like Yins know me, right? I love the ladies too. I love them too. My my first pick is somebody we are you, me, and Lily are quite familiar with. Oh, I know who you're gonna say. And that would be the lovely and talented. And let me close the door because Stu's going to come running down here any minute. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. Anna Popovic. Yes. Anna Popovic. Yes, yes. Very much considered a blues artist, but we've seen her live. And she kicks ass. So <laughs> Anna is actually from uh, Serbia. Did you know that? Yes. yes. I knew that too. I, I think just, we talked about know. that. We might have. <laughs> uh, born May 13th, 1976. She's a youngster. Hello. She was a youngster. Um... She's uh, she lives here in the United States now, currently touring around. She does she she tours the world and beyond. Uh, but uh, uh, blah blah blah. She started playing when she was 15 years old, and uh, like I said, you're very much considered a blues artist. But if you listen to her stuff and just watch her intensity, it's very much rock and roll. And I'm very jealous of all her clothes. <laughs> yeah. She's uh, very easy very on the eyes. Mm, yes. Yeah, very easy on the eyes. She just needs to switch to Les Paul, that's all. I, I'm, I'm just, Strat I'm just, player all the way around, I yeah, mean, you is. know. Yeah, she is, and I still love her. I want to talk about Tyler Dow Bryant, born February 24th, 1991, American guitarist from Paris, Texas. Best known as a lead guitarist and vocalist of the rock band Tyler Bryant and the Shakedown. Mm-hmm. Tyler got his first guitar at the age of six. When he, uh, when he was 11, he sold the dirt bike his parents gave, gave him for Christmas and bought his first electric guitar, a red Epiphone Les Paul from Holly Bonds Bon's Music Store in Paris, Texas. Wow. While still in elementary school, he met uh, Roosevelt Twitty, a blues musician who became... Bryant's guitar teacher and mentor and at 13 Bryant and Tweedy started playing shows around Texas this was the age that Tyler also started writing songs so you know this is the story we've heard before right mm-hmm. young guy you know befriends a you know a blues uh, uh, musician and like it's a kind of um, you know kind of a rock and roll story right yeah. crossroads all that shit 
At 15, Tyler put together his first band, which performed local shows in and around his hometown. In 06, he was presented with the Robert Johnson Gibson New Generation Award for aspiring young players. In 07, Tyler won Ernie Ball's first Play Crossroads competition, which got him a spot performing at the Crossroads Guitar Festival in Chicago. That's cool. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be talking about that. We have a show coming up on the biggest rock festivals of all time. It's the week I don't think you're going to be here. Uh, but we're going to talk about the Crossroads um, Guitar Festival. It's, it's, yeah. it's, 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 yeah. it's, it's kind of the shit. Um, shit to do. Uh, shit. <laughs> as he continued, he began to take influence from blues-based rock acts such as the Black Crows, Rolling Stones, Leonard Skinner, Tom Petty, and the Heartbreakers. Tyler moved to Nashville at age 17 to pursue a career in songwriting and in the process he met drummer Caleb Crosby and bass player Calvin Webster Caleb and Calvin Caleb and Calvin I like it <laughs> I like it Caleb and Calvin joined Tyler's band named Tyler Bryan and the Shakedown which uh, now also includes uh, bass guitarist Ryan Fitzgerald and guitarist Graham Whitford I later being that. the son of Brad Harrison's I didn't know Brad his Whitford. son was in that band that's awesome wow <laughs> and Bryant married Rebecca Lavelle from Larkin Poe. Oh, okay. Just back, just recently. Mm. Back in 2019. Aww. So, um, yeah, um, we, Kevin and I yeah, saw Yeah, I was just going to say, we saw him. Wow. And um, they were good. They were great. They were good. He, the guy, I, I talked to him afterwards. He was very well, cordial it, and very low-key and, you know. I, oh maybe my memory's fading, but weren't his parents at the show that we were at? I, I, may, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe uh, I'm making shit. Well, up. Highway 4, right? What they were called? Yeah, Highway they 4. Were, they were, they were opening for him. Their parents were there. <laughs> oh. Well, there was... Their parents had to be there. There were some adult beverages <laughs> flowing that night. You don't um, say. And yeah. also, Lily walked by the door. Oh, that's that night? <laughs> I was going to a burlesque show that night. <laughs> oh, that's right. It was across the street because yes. the girls came over. We came over to give yes. flyers. Yes, that's funny. <laughs> girls can't help it. Wait, we you did you come across the street to hand out flyers? Yeah. Oh my god, that's you? Yeah. yeah. Holy cow. I didn't even I was so drunk. It just, I did like all these years. <laughs> You were sexy. Oh, well, you're still sexy. Wow. All right, all right, all right. Wow. Going down memory lane, everybody. <laughs> like the corners oh, of my mind. mind. Oh, God. I can't stand you guys. Okay. All right. That's <laughs> enough, guys. Wow. Oh, really? I like everybody fussing all over crazy. me. That's crazy. <laughs> Shit. Crazy. Okay. Who's next? Lily. Um, Larkin Poe, since you just Larkin Poe, Larkin Poe, Larkin Larkin Poe, Poe. American Roots rock band originally from North Georgia, currently based in Nashville, Tennessee, and fronted by sisters Rebecca Lovell and, is it Lovell? Lavelle. And Megan Lavelle. Featuring strong southern harmonies, heavy electric guitar riffs, and slide guitar, they are often touted as the little sisters of the Allman Brothers. The sisters have also toured as backing musicians for a variety of other bands, Elvis Costello, um... Christian Bush of Sugarland and Keith Urban. That's pretty cool. Um, Rebecca and Megan began their musical careers in 2005 as teenagers with the front or formation of a bluegrass Americana group, uh, the Lavelle Sisters, with their older sister, Jessica Lavelle. Mm. After self-releasing two independent albums and touring successfully for years. I would, I, I self-release years, all the time. I know. <laughs> they disbanded in 2009. In February 2017, Larkin Poe performed as part of a backing band at the Music Cares tribute there to Tom Petty. Goes. 
in Los Angeles, accompanying <clears throat> such artists as Jackson Brown and Don Henley. Oh, that's cool. Wow. Um, November 20th, 2020, they released their fifth studio album, Kindred Spirits, a uh, covers album featuring renditions of songs by Lenny Kravitz, Neil Young, Elvis uh, Presley, Phil Collins, Elton John, and others. And they're going to release their sixth album, November 11th of this year, called Blood Harmony. <laughs> Not again. Oh my God. <laughs> Ridiculous. I can't work under these conditions. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> this is part of your uh, community service. Oh. Well, what the hell did I do wrong? <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. There, there's, there's, there's a good one. That's a good one, Lily. I my got to hand it to you. All the ladies. Yeah. Our yeah, girl, sure. Lily. Yeah, sure. So. Pittsburgh, Kevin. Kevin. So, like I said, I had a lot of fun during recent. <laughs> right, you are, sir. Um, I had a lot of fun doing, uh, you know, doing research for this because uh, a lot of times I'd be like, "Is that really a blues artist, a rock artist?" So I'd have to go and watch a whole bunch of YouTube videos and, ow, and uh, stuff like that. So this one came up. This guy came up, uh, Mr. Lonnie Mac. Everybody, Lonnie Mac. I don't know if he likes it or doesn't when he does that. I don't that. know. I never know. Well, you know what it is. <laughs> he just, he has that mouse. He likes to play with his he buttons. Likes, he does like to play with his <laughs> So Lonnie Mc, <laughs> McIntosh. Oh my God, I can't read tonight. Uh, Lonnie was born July 18th, 1941. Unfortunately, left the planet April 21st, 2016. Oh. Yeah, he was an American songwriter and guitarist. Uh, he is considered an influential trailblazer of blues rock music. So there you go. Yeah. Good perfect. stuff. Yeah. Um, he emerged in 1963 with his breakthrough LP, The Wham of That Memphis Man. I like it. What do you think of that, Lou? The Wham of That Memphis Man. Um, Lonnie Mack. Yes. This is a great pick. I was actually thinking about Lonnie Mack. Yeah. Great mind. As well. Um... He, uh, mm, we did, we, we did, we, I did a couple of his songs in a, in, in a band, uh-huh. uh, but one of them was a song that he has called To Rock for Country, uh, To Country yes. for Rock and there Roll. You go. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah. that, and so when I was thinking about Lonnie Mac and I was thinking about that song, I was thinking that maybe, and we'll have to see because this is a touchy subject, okay, <clears throat> with some people out You're there. You're not going to touch me again, are you? <laughs> He touched me. Oh, um, oh, so, uh, so just like we we're talking about blues artists who are actually rock artists in disguise. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use the C word. <gasps> Country artists. <gasps> who should just drop the fiddle yeah. and the banjo and the pedal steel yeah. and just play what they want to play, which is rock. Right. Right. That might be that might be possibility. I know that like <clears throat> some people are like really you know, who who like rock really hate country. They just think it's terrible. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> so you have to. Um, so I'm gonna float it. I don't know if it's something we'll do or not, but it, mm. that uh, which you were, yeah. when we thought of too, this song by Lonnie Mac and made me think of that. Yes. I want to talk about a guy who's relatively new on this new on the scene for all the kids out there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is a guy. You all right? No. What's Sorry wrong with you? You. 
This is a guy who used to get high. Oh, my. <laughs> I'm leaving. Don't ask why. <laughs> Fucking musicals here. <laughs> this said, that's like in The Princess Bride, remember? He keeps rhyming and yes. Right, right. And he thinks he's a poet, but he's, he's Andre the fucking giant. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, Gary Lee Clark Jr. Gary Clark Jr. Mm-hmm. So uh, I heard this uh, thing floating around. I think it was, I found it on YouTube. <clears throat> and it's this song, Bright Lights, Big City. Mm-hmm. And um, the album hadn't really come out or anything and it was just kind of, I don't know if it was a demo, if it was on a television show or in a movie or something. And it was floating around. And this thing is so sick. This is one of the sickest fucking songs I've ever heard in my life. It's like seven minutes. Ooh. It's total magic. And for like the first five minutes, it's one chord. It doesn't change. It doesn't open up until the very, very end of the song. <clears throat> and his performance and his guitar tone and everything is a total revelation. Just like he's just like holy shit! What is this guy even doing? Wow! Um, oh, you've played him for me. Yeah. We've watched. Okay, yes, yeah. yes, I yeah. remember that. Yeah. Uh, and anyways, he's uh, is from uh, from Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. Love Austin, Texas, man. Something about Texas. Uh, Austin's a party town. Known yeah. for his fusion of blues, rock, and soul music with elements of hip hop. Clark signed with Warner Brothers and released Bright Lights. The EP was followed by the albums uh, Black and Blue and the story of Sonny Boy Slim. Throughout his career, Clark has been a prolific live performer, which has been documented in two releases, Gary Clark Jr. Live in 2014 and Gary Clark Jr. Live North America in 2017. He shared the stage with Eric Clapton, Tom Penny, the Heartbreakers, B.B. King, and the Rolling Stones. In 2014, Clark was awarded a Grammy for Best Traditional R&B Performance for a Song Please come home. R and B, not R&B. blues. B R and B. Nice. Okay. Uh, his latest album, This Land, was released in 2019 and 2020. He won the Grammy Award for Best Rock Song and Best Rock Performance for his song, This Land. Hmm. Very cool. Okay. So interesting. Interesting guy. Interesting guy. Um, again, like he. I think his. I think it was just his EP had come out, and Alicia Keys. Mm. fucking said that she loved him mm-hmm. and wanted to take him out on tour. That doesn't hurt. You no. know, like, no. you know, so like he worked with Alicia Keys. So like just really well respected, you know, um, you know, the, the Foo Fighters invited him to play with them. So you've got Alicia Keys and the Foo Fighters. This guy's like all over the place, yeah. uh, but yet he's really considered a blues, uh, blues artist. He would probably, he was sitting here. I'd probably, he'd probably Will Smith my ass. You know? <laughs> But yes. um, yeah. Anyway, so um, just a very very cool guitar. Yeah. Like, oh, really, wow. really brought what he. One of the things he did is we. I played you guys on a few podcasts ago. The difference between distortion and fuzz. Yes. Uh-huh. And he really brought fuzz back. Like fuzz was kind of like <clears throat> for like the weirdo crowd. You know, the, you know what I mean? Like, uh, okay, hippies, you know, man. like fuzz was cool, like yeah. in the 60s. But then, you know, we all put that fuzz away and, you know, play real music. Um, <laughs> and um, so like and then, you know, so yeah, well, of course, Jack White was was using fuzz and everything like that. Um, but Gary Clark Jr., the way he the way he did it, it was just sick as fuck. 
That's all yeah. I can say. You need to check. You need to check him out. If you don't know who he is, you need to you need to stop whatever you're doing right now. Well, no, stop. No. Well, first let's finish this podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then go and listen. It's <laughs> <That's> close. <laughs> so what do you got, Lily Von Six? Ah, uh, the my, well, the next one is Tedeschi <laughs> Trucks Band. Oh, there you go. American blues and blues rock group based in Jacksonville, Florida, formed in 2010. Band is led by married couple Susan Tedeschi and Derek Trucks. Their DBU album, Revelator, won the 2012 Grammy Award for Best Blues Album. Um, they've released six studio albums and three live albums. After touring together in tw- 2007 as Derek Trucks and Susan Tedeschi's Soul Stew Revival, too many words, mm-hmm. uh, the couple merged their respective groups to form the Tedeschi Trucks Band. They in fell in love. Aww. Aww. Their first concert was on April 1st, 2010 at the Savannah Music Festival. On April 28th, 2022, the band announced I Am The Moon for new... St- I Am The Moon, four new studio albums featuring 24 original songs. Each of the four I Am The Moon albums are Crescent One, Ascent, or Crescent Ascension, The Fall, and Farewell. And they're going to be released in successive months beginning with uh, Crescent, which, is, which, which was released on June 3rd, Ascension released on July 1st, The Fall released on July 29th, and the last one will be September 9th. So. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, so they have a whole thing going on there. Wow. That's different. Congratulations for them doing like, you know, kind of stretch out doing something different like that. My, um, I, I, I have a, I have kind of a bone to pick with Susan Tedeschi. Okay. Oh. Um, she put out this record, Mm -hmm. her own record. Yes, sir. I don't know. It was in the nineties, I think. (laughs) And, um, she had this song called Rock Me Right. And again, like you should go listen to it right after this podcast. Um, it is so on the edge. It is so it is one of the most passionate, raw, in your face performances. And it's really like raw and dry. It's like her a guitar player and a bass player. Like nothing's overdubbed. Oh. And wow. her voice. And just well, I don't know who produced this record, man, but they did it right. They just did. They just kept it real simple. <clears throat> her voice and her guitar playing on that just gave me chills. Like I was, I heard it in the car. I've like, like wanted to pull over for a minute and just kind of breathe because mm-hmm. like, it just floored me. And um, she toured with that record, um, and she was on uh, WDVE and performed that song completely solo without a band wow. on the air on Michelle <clears throat> on Michelle's show okay and um, she sounded freaking great it's almost like you didn't even miss the bass and the drums it was uh-huh. so good you know and after she was very self deprecating she's like oh yeah I messed up that one part you know <laughs> it's like stop that I was like you know yeah. okay, you're fine own it and but in my opinion she, the, the, she like Tried after I tried to become Bonnie Raitt, like it became real kind of smoothed out, you know, like you know, it's almost what I call uh, dad blues. Dad blues, like here's a perfect artist who's dad blues mm-hmm. is Robert Cray. He's mm-hmm. dad blues, mm-hmm. like you know, he's the kind of music that like people in their sixties and seventies, right? Like, okay, you know what I mean. And she went, from my opinion, went from being a really edgy artist 
to being like like that, like becoming super like, you know, like, no, 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 I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. I'm Bonnie Ray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm Bonnie Ray. You know, I toned her voice down. It's not, it wasn't as like rough and the production was way more smooth out, you know, more, way more of a pop kind of vibe going on. Um, if they played the song structures, were still like blues song structures and stuff like that, but just really, you know, produced really homogenized. <clears throat> and so I've just kind of na- never forgave her for that. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm sure she doesn't give a shit. I know. That was, <laughs> she I, might. That's, that's what you call a left-handed compliment. <laughs> now, in other words, go listen to her first album. You'll fucking love it. It's fucking great. <laughs> oh, man. She's crying her eyes on next? the paycheck. Way to go. I guess I'll be next. It's so a gonna... great album, by the way. I'll be next. next. Who's, who's next? I'll be next. That was the song. I'll that was be, the be next. <laughs> to give you all the love you need. <clears throat> That's lovely. I don't know what I'm singing. I don't think, I don't know what you're thing, uh, thinking what you're either. Thinking. I don't know what you're thinking, Cindy. Anyway, <laughs> so my uh, my next pick, jeez. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Did you take stupid pills? Are you guys, Hold on. You guys Hold aren't on. drinking enough. That's the problem. You might be. Put your stupid pills away. I don't take pills. I drink them. Anyway, uh, so my next pick is Jeff Healy. You know him. You know him. You I can't do. live without him. Yeah. Uh, Norman Jeffrey Healy. I'm glad he went with Jeff. Yeah, that's yeah, way better. Yeah. Norman. Norman. Hey, Norman. Oh, jeez. Look, it is. Watch. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Um, born March 25th, 1966, unfortunately left the planet March 2nd, 2008. Oh. Uh, yeah, Jeff was a Canadian blues, rock, and jazz singer, guitarist, and songwriter who attained popularity in the 1980s and 1990s. He reached number five on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 chart with Angel Eyes. Yeah, I fell for that one from a guy. Did you? Sure did. And reached the top ten. And you know he was Written, Canadian there. Ri- yes. Oh, he's a- Writ- written by John Hyatt. Yeah, he's mm. on my list too. Um, ba 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 ba. And he reached the uh, top ten in Canada with songs. Canadian. I think, think I love you too much. And how long can a man be strong? Guy started playing guitar uh, when he was three. Oh, not wow. four, wow. not two. He was three years old. That's pretty cool. Um, he developed his unique style of playing the instrument flat on his lap. I wanted to. Uh, obviously, we knew that he was sightless. He uh, he had lost his vision. He had the sightless eyes telling me no lies. Wow, <laughs> you are just on a freaking <laughs> roll today with that shit. <laughs> he had the sightless eyes. Right. Right. Uh, I'm just trying to. Uh, oh, that's what it was. Uh, oh no, that's not it either. <laughs> you right? oh, Get no. The cl- three honks. Oh, not just one. Three honks. I know where the first two went. Where'd the other honk? Enough. Go? All right then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, uh, like I said, uh, March second, two thousand eight, Healy died of sarcoma. In his home of Toronto at the age of 41. Gone too that soon. Is so yeah, really sad. He died really young. So what a sad. great <clears throat> He did put out man. albums where he played trumpet. He's a jazz trumpet player. Really? Yeah, no, put out That's albums. right. I did know that. Yeah. 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 yeah he was, cool he was an insanely talented guy. You know, um, my favorite thing Jeff Healy ever did was be in the movie Roadhouse. Yes. Remember that? <laughs> 
Yes. He's the band. His that's the band. It's in there. Wow. And uh, their their know. version of uh, the Steelers' Wheel song. Um, stuck yeah. up the middle of you. Wow. <laughs> stuck in a butthole with you. <laughs> Sponsored by Log? Yeah, we are. <laughs> now sponsored by Log. <laughs> Go to Wolf's Customs online, guys. Check them out. RockRageRadio.com. <laughs> Download the free app. Our website is LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got to man. There's two guys I got to mention. Oh, you have yeah. any more, Lily? Uh, I'm good. Are you getting? Yeah, talk are, about you, this. are you getting annoyed with us? I'm not. I'm actually excited to talk about my new and notable more than anything oh, today. Oh, see, <laughs> look at you. <clears throat> so I, I just I want to mention Jared James Nichols. Uh-huh. Um, born in March 14, 1989, American blues rock guitar singer from East Troy, Wisconsin, best known for his high energy, uh, pickless electric guitar playing technique. He is rarely seen playing without his sing- signature single pickup, Epiphone Les Paul, mm-hmm. custom P90, nicknamed Old Glory, or his vintage original 53 Gibson Les Paul, nicknamed Old Red. Mm. He fronts a power trio under his name, rooted in the early 70s hard rock vein of Cream and Mountain, and resides in Nashville. Nashville? Nashville. <clears throat> Nashville. Rides in Nashville. Yeah. Um, so you should definitely check him out. And the other Jerry guy you James should check out, I'm not going to go into, I'm not going to, I just won't read anything about, but you should check out Joe Bonamassa. Um, I can't believe we didn't bring him up, but he's uh, almost like, he's almost like low hanging. It's like a given though. Like yeah. him and I, yeah. and we didn't mention John Mayer either. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but, uh, Joe Bonamassa is, uh, I, he, he is he, God. Well, just say it, Lou. No, he is God. No, he's not God. No. Praise him. That's Ingve. Oh, sorry. Um, Gal. <laughs> Joe Bonamassa is uh, a child prodigy, a uh, student of Danny Gatton, and um, was in the band Bloodline when he was, I think, 13 years mm-hmm. old. And um, you can find find it on, on YouTube. It's really interesting. Yes. He's just amazing guitar player. He was playing with B.B. King like when he was 12. Or, yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm just, he just, he was a monster player then. This mm-hmm. video, this mm-hmm. videotape. Um, and uh, just, you know, the, the uh, bloodline thing kind of fizzled out. Then he started coming out as a, as his own, under his own name, Joe Bonamassa. And uh, I think I have his first five albums. I just yes. bought them. If it said Joe Bonamassa. You just bought it. I bought it. <laughs> yep. I'll take it. Mine. Okay. And he's a really interesting artist. He really evolves. His records are wildly different. Um, and uh, so he really, but he built up this thing and really worked on his singing as well. Yeah. He has a voice very similar to Paul Rogers. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in some ways, I like his voice almost as much as I like his guitar playing. Um, <clears throat> but uh, his guitar playing, you know, he's a considered blues, but like does a lot of the sort of Eric Johnson. Kind of thing is well. He kind of has that all that, that kind of whole thing going on. It's he's kind of he's kind of shreddy in places, and uh, but he does like a medley where he plays "Heart of the Sunrise" by Yes and some Zeppelin songs and, and all this stuff. He even has a theremin up there, like mm-hmm. you know. Oh yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. like, I mean, he's really in some ways you kind of feel like it really like he really just should just be rock, mm-hmm. you know. But 
Um, anyway, so he's done a bunch of different stuff. He's done some very traditional sounding blues albums as well. And um, and my favorite thing he ever did was he had a band called uh, Black Country Communion. You guys should check them out if you never if you've never checked them out. They're they're very very good. So it's kind of a super group with him and uh, Glenn Hughes, Derek Sherinian from. Uh, uh, um, Yes. Come on, help me out. Dream Theater. Oh, okay. And um, I believe J- Jason Bonham. Nice. Okay. So good stuff there. Yeah, good so, stuff. So, so real quick about Joe, uh, uh, it's kind of neat being our age because uh, I don't know where I was going with that. But Jane Polly back in back in the what the eighties or whatever, Jane Polly did a, a story on this little kid, twelve years old, named Joey Bonamassa. Yeah, it's on YouTube. It's oh, nice. fantastic because there's this little nerdy fat kid walking down the hall, dropping his books at school. Probably watching Star Trek. Yeah, probably watching Star Trek. And then they go home with them and he just sits there and just starts shredding. But it's so cool to be. I mean, imagine like seeing Jimi Hendrix as a kid. Yeah. That would you know cool. what I mean? Or, or Jimmy. Well, we did see Jimmy anyway. Page as a kid. But I just thought that was such a cool video. I might yeah. have to actually watch that. Yeah, that's yeah. no, really neat. Yeah, Jane Pauly. Jane Paul, we Jane Paul, Jane Paul. But check all those guys out, man. Yeah, definitely. Okay, um, so we're gonna talk about some shit that's new and notable. Shit that's new. So what do you got, Lily? You're so, so excited. I am very excited Come about on, this talk band. To us. So I, this is going back to like the '80s kind of sleaze glam rock sort of stuff oh. that's new though. Uh, the Midnight Devils, oh. national touring high energy glam slam boogie woogie rock and roll band. That's how they describe it. themselves out of it. Omaha, Nebraska, and Chicago, Illinois. Featuring Sam Spade on the bass and vocals, Sniper on guitar, and Jimmy Mess on the drums. Sniper on guitar. I'm got, you had me at Sniper on guitar. <laughs> <laughs> it's unique. It's unpredictable. It's a guitar-driven glam rock. Um, they combine punk rock attitude with sleazy party rock and roll. Um, and covering the whole thing in a thick layer of glitter and lipstick. Oh, boy. Uh, the Midnight Devils are here for a good time. It takes you back to the rock of the 80s. Um, on July 13, 2018, their debut album, Something Bigger, was released, featuring the singles Pink Halo and Generation Dirt. In 2019, these boys took uh, the show on the road to performing in over 30 states, coast to coast. Um, it's very dirty. What? <laughs> and they're very fun. Uh, they're not They're not like at your average kind of, like, kids probably shouldn't go to the shop. I'm just saying. Um, are you saying it's rated... Their latest album was released on July 1st, 2022, called Never Beg for It. Never beg for it. It's a full on party album. I like these guys already. It's a full on party album. It's sleazy, it's gritty, it's fun. It was produced by Chips Enough from Enough's Enough. Okay. Um, All right. The latest single. Stop that. (laughs) The latest single is called Highway 69. (laughs) And the interview with Sam Spade will be on Hot Licks with Lily Six this Thursday. Wow. Wow. Oh, I'm gonna like have to him. check these guys out. Oh, it's dirty. Um, <laughs> oh, oh well, I'll go to confession Sam afterwards. Sam Spade doesn't happen to be a black guy, does he? He's not. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> Why do you have to say stuff like that? <laughs> what? Kidding. We're I'm just kidding. <laughs> just fucking... Wow, sir. But it's couldn't resist. You'll. Wow. They're fun. They're a lot of fun. That's cool. <clears throat> Check okay, them out. cool. Check them out, guys. Uh, I uh, put up the, the, the Jared James Nichols, who I was just talking about. He's mm-hmm. got a, a song that just came out this year called Hardwired. Mm-hmm. Kicks ass. It's it's hard. Just really great. <laughs> just fucking great. Just great. Just great. Yeah. It's great. Okay there, Tony. So uh, so that's it. Kevin, do you have anything you want to add? Wow. Never do. Wow. I'm gonna one of these days I'm gonna come in here with the new notable 
that you're not going to razz me about for the band being eight years old. <laughs> I still probably will. Yeah, you will. <laughs> it's all out of love. Is it? No. It's really? No. I'm just trying to be nice. I, I tried. Know. It didn't Thanks, work buddy. out. Thanks, pal. <laughs> Lyrics with Ludini will return next week. Uh, For now, we will return you to your regularly scheduled program already in progress. Okay. Okay. <laughs> my life right now. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> oh, man. It's just been a good day. It's a good day. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, Lord God. Okay. Maybe I did look at the wrong one. So. Yes. I don't see anything, actually. Wow. So we're going to go back. They they There's switched up. Oh, uh, no, there it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it was. Yeah, yeah. There it was. <clears throat> so. Yeah, I don't think that they flipped that. I mean, they, 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 they give us your old switcheroni Send here. Send them an email. I will. Fax them. And no, I'm going to write know. them a strongly worded letter with a clicky pen. There you go. Clicky pen. <laughs> the clicky pens. There's what? a band name. What the <laughs> dope? Like hey. a quirky new wave. Yeah. There clicky it is. Pens. The clicky pens. The clicky pens. I've given you so many band names. <laughs> okay. The first, uh, 1963, the first Beatles monthly was published. A what? magazine devoted to the group. Wow. How about that? We have our own magazine. You know, forget Cosmopolitan. <clears throat> no. You forget uh, Melody Maker. No. Forget her hit parader. No. Get the Beatles. Yes. <laughs> it continued for 77 editions until 69, and at its peak was selling over 350,000 wow. copies a month. Holy they were getting rich off cow. of just that. Paper. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, they, well, there, see, there's Brilliant. no physical media now. Right. So right, right. bands are doing this. They're they having a publishing a blog. <laughs> yeah, um, print is dead. Oh yeah, there's another one. Oh, of course. Okay, Billy. 1964, the Beatles scored their fifth U.S. number one single in seven months. When a hard day's night went to the top of the charts, the group had now spent 17 weeks at the number one position in this year. Wow. Magic. You said hard, and then you said position. <laughs> I mean, I said. What are you trying things. to do? What are you trying to? I'm just a. I'm just a guy, Lily. I'm just a guy. Come okay? on, now. you're talking about hard positions. Like, what do you think I'm gonna do here? I don't know. Sit there what? and take it. I'm gonna like pop one. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Bones knows what's Bones, going on. He, he know the deal. Lay back and let it happen. <laughs> relax. <laughs> don't just do relax. it. <laughs> here you go. What the fuck is you wanna this? You want to do this? 1964, the harmonica. The harmonica was invented in 1964. No, it was not. Oh, that's not what that says? <laughs> Billboard magazine reported that the harmonica was making a comeback. It was already invented, Lou. Don't worry. talking about come. Now you're talking about come. Jesus <laughs> Christ. This podcast is out of control. It gets worse. Come on the back. But wait, there's more. In a big way, thanks to its Thank use by... Jesus Christ. <laughs> and this is why you stay to the end of the podcast. Uh, thanks to its <laughs> thanks to its use by Stevie Wonder, the Rolling Stones, the Beatles, the Beatles, and Bob Dylan. So the harmonica making a big comeback in 1964. Wow! <laughs> wow! And this day, 1965. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> During a UK tour, the Rolling Stones mm -hmm. appeared at the London Palladium, supported by the Walker Brothers. Yes, sir. And the foremost, mm -hmm. Steam Packet, featuring Ooh. Rod Stewart, Sugar Pie DeSanto, and the 
Chevelle's. Chevelle. Wow. Sugar Pie too. Descent. Oh, that's so weird. That's a that's like a rapper's name, right? It should be. That should be like a uh, with the Santo. What what, is it, what kind of name is that? Is that like uh, Santo? Hispa- his like Hispanic. It sounds could Hispanic. Be. So then he'd be like Hispanic rapper, Sugar Pie DeSanto. Mm-hmm. Oh if I your like name it. is Sugar Pie DeSanto and you want to get into rap, like I'll 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 like make your career for you. <laughs> wow. I can teach rap, so yeah, you, yeah, wrap your lips around this. <laughs> oh God, oh, that's, okay, who's next? That's you. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. jo- 1969. 69, dudes! <laughs> the three-day U.S. Atlantic City <laughs> Pop Festival took place at the Atlantic City Racetrack mm-hmm. with B.B. King, yeah. Janis Joplin, Santana, yeah. Three Dog Night, Dr. John, mm-hmm. Procol Hair Rum, Hooked on Pahonics worked for me. Oh, Arthur Brown. Oh man, Arthur Brown's crazy. You guys ever listening to ever listen to any Arthur Brown? Every once in a so. while D V E will play it on um the Electric Lunch, man. I was one of those things that would come on, man, when I was a kid on the radio and I just couldn't handle it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, what in the fuck is this? Music. It's it's crazy. If you it, go look him up, he's okay. it's nuts. Arthur Brown, Iron Butterfly. That's mm-hmm. a, kind of a cool name sure. for a band. Yes, uh, Inangata De Vida. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Green's Clearwater Revival. Little Richard Timba. Holy cow! Like everybody, wow. everybody, Everybody's everybody there. who was popular. I mean, like yeah, yeah. everybody Why? was there. Joni Mitchell started to cry and Aww. ran off stage in the middle of uh, her third song because the crowd was not paying attention to her performance. <laughs> what was she born in 1996? <laughs> 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 you got it. I don't. I wish I had a whack whack. When Joni Mitchell goes on, that's the time you go get your beer. Right. I like Joni Mitchell. I don't know why she's being a little bitch. Joni Mitchell. <laughs> wow. That's being a little bitch. Wouldn't if I did that, you'd be like, Lou, you're being a little bitch. I would it's definitely. Okay. Exactly. Say that. You're absolutely right. I would do. I don't that. think so she's Joni listening. was being a little bitch that day. She's not listening tonight, so we can talk freely. <laughs> you don't even know. Oh, I know. I, I know. want to say something so sexist uh, right now. Oh, boy. What's wrong with being sexy? <laughs> I would never say this. But but he's going but, to anyway. No, no, For the podcast. I would never say this. I would never actually say this. But I but I thought yeah. maybe she was her, you know. Oh, don't. See? No, don't say it. Hey, on this day. It was day- time for making red tea. If you assume because I'm in a bad mood that I'm on my period. I know. That's why it was a joke. But listen, then I'm going to assume when you're sleeping, you're dead, and I'm going to bury you in the backyard. (laughs) Again? I was just... I know, but that's a meme I saw the other day. I was like an intentional sexist and make a joke. That's, you know, that was... The the joke would have been ironic. It wasn't meant to be literal. But today, if you... I'm not not saying to you, but I'm like, I think it's what people do, though. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they don't know, get that the joke is ironic. To them, it's, oh, my God, did you hear what he said? Oh, you know. Communists have taken over. Anyway, so what do you got? Oh, Kevin O'Connor. Here we go. Night. This, was it your turn? No. Oh. It was? I thought you, no, Lou did Joni. Oh, okay. Jamie Foxx. Go ahead. <laughs> Jamie Foxx. 1970, The Rolling Stones, the film performance featuring Mick Jagger and his acting debut had its UK premiere in London. The British crime drama filmed film directed by Donald Camel and Nicholas Rogue. Oh, my God. Also featured James Fox. That was not me. This time. Either. It was Lou. Lou used his finger. 
That never gets not funny. <laughs> yeah. I still You're laugh when the ketchup jar. bottle farts. The 80 years old in nursing home. <laughs> <laughs> hey, pull my finger. Oh, God. Now that's you. Now it's go. mine. On this day, 1979, Sunny and Cher. It seems like we're going. So I see, it seems like I say? It, are we going every year? Yeah, it looks like yeah, it. Oh, yeah, this wow. is a very long one today. We might have to start skipping some. The Sunny and Cher Comedy Hour started started on primetime American TV. By this time, Sonny and Cher had stopped producing hit singles, so the duo decided to sing and tell jokes in nightclubs across the country. Wow. Anyway, Fine. CBS head of programming, Fred Silverman, Saw them one evening and offered them their own show. Do you remember watching that, Lou? Oh yeah, that was the seventies yeah. were the era of sure, the, um, so the variety sexy. show. Like everybody had a variety. It was oh, I yeah. mean like Johnny Cash, Glenn Campbell, Sonny and Cher, mm -hmm. the Osmonds. I mean the Brady like, Bunch. Yeah. The Brady Bunch did have a variety. Well, show. Well, that was yes. later. That but was later, but they oh, did. I thought it was late seventies ish. Uh, I was a little bit. That was a little bit later. That wasn't the, the variety show. I think might have been winding down. But even like um, like. Even the old timers were still doing like you know yeah, variety, variety shows. shows. The Bob Pope would come out and do stuff. Yeah, he's... Like uh, seventy-one concert for Bangladesh. Ooh. George Harassan. <laughs> <laughs> so it says, well, Harassan, right there. Harassan. It's my favorite Beatle. <laughs> Everybody has their favorite Beatle, right? <laughs> George Harrison is not your favorite Beatle. Yes, he, he is. can't be. He's he... mine. Um, we can't I both have the same favorite uh, cage beta. match in Paul, the backyard. Paul's dreamy, so I, <laughs> no. Paul's my least favorite. Dreamy. What? Yep. Don't like he him. Died back in 1964. Oh well. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> who cares? Uh yes, and they did this giant triple release album and all that. Good and stuff. magic. Here we go, Lily. Ooh. 1980. Def Leppard made their U.S. live debut when they appeared on the New York City concert opening for ACDC. It was also Def Leppard singer Joe Elliott's 21st birthday. Yeah. Oh, he was a baby. I remember reading that about reading that about them or hearing them talk about that in an, in an interview. And it was a, he's just a baby. He had a very good time. I'll bet. I bet he did. <laughs> well, could you imagine you turn 21 when you're on tour with ACDC? I mean, that's <laughs> I'm like thing. you know, dude, that's about the best 21st fucking birthday you're ever gonna. He have. probably wanted to die the next day. Well, you know. It's, it's rock and roll. Shake it off. Rub dirt in it and take a lap. Take a lap. Uh, that one's stupid. Oh, Harry, do this one. You like Samantha this likes Rick Springfield. Who's doing it? Me? You. This day, 1981, uh, Australian. Did you know he's Australian? Australian yeah, his, singer. His accent is almost completely gone. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. Gone. Australian singer Rick Springfield started a two-week run at number one on the U.S. singles chart with Yes, He's a Girl. Which later won the singer a Grammy Award for Best Male Rock Vocal Performance. The song was number was at number one when MTV launched on August 1st, 1981. Happy birthday, MTV. Rick had played Noel Drake in the TV show Genital Hospital. Wow. <laughs> well, that's pretty much the well, way it, it is. It was a joke, days. wasn't it? All it was the, a joke. All hospitals are genital hospitals. I was hospitals. being sexy. Get your genitals. <laughs> get your genitals here. <laughs> you can have long ones. You can have innies. You can have outies. You can have great big giant chubby ones. Oh my, sir. <laughs> <laughs> genitals, genitals. 
Oh, my God. I don't want to hear about Dave Stewart's marriage. Uh, 1987 on his day, Europe was lo- launched. First video being played yeah. on uh, MTV Europe was launched. Excuse okay. me. Okay. I'm getting ahead of myself. Let, on, me, let me slow down. Slow down. MTV Europe was launched. Mm-hmm. The first video being played was Money for Nothing by Dire Straits. 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 Straits, which contained the appropriate line, I want my MTV. Right on. So, like, in America, we yeah. saw Video, video Killed the Radio Star a couple few years later. That's just what they saw. Uh, it's, it's a, I guess it's kind of fitting. Work. And sure. it was a big video. Yeah. 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 Do you want to talk about that or not? Please don't make me read that one. <laughs> uh, Los Lobos went to number one oh, with the go. Richie Valens sure. song, La Bamba, on stage. You want to talk about this guy? Yes, 1987. Bob Seger scored his first U.S. number one single with oh. the. Wow, I can't even. Read Harold Faltermeyer. Thank you. That's Pen Shakedown, which was taken from the film Beverly Hills Cop 2. The song was nominated for both the Academy Award for Best Original Song mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Golden Globe Award for Best Original Song, but it lost both awards to Dirty Dancing's "I've Had the Time of My Life." Jagoffs. <laughs> um, Bob Seger. This there. in 1980. You know, all the albums Bob Seger's been putting out since the 60s. His first number one single is in 1987. <laughs> yeah. So that says right there, kids, stick with it. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. Don't don't hey, let the bastards in, drag you down. Racing your beast. Oh, Boys don't Bob let them jag Seger. you. <laughs> oh my gosh. No. no. Right. Oh, here we go. 2000? It, what happened? What happened? Did he AC- just show up? They showed up somewhere? Yeah, pretty much. All right. <laughs> kicked off the... ACDC kicked off the Stiff, stiff Upper Lip nah, Tour. On, really, guys? Come on. Uh, That's why there's a hundred things today. It's all stupid uh, shit. No, it wasn't all stupid. Some of it was really good. Yeah, some of it was. The, some was good. This, well, like, this the ones we're passing over right Yeah, the ones are passing over. Right. Um. So the granny glasses were yeah. sold for one million pounds. John, John, John Lennon. Lennon. On this day, remember Prince was still alive in 2007. Prince kicked <laughs> off a series of 21 sold-out UK shows. Wow! I wow! Mean, man, like it was a different fucking era, man. Yeah. You know, he was such a badass. Police, the police played the first of two sold-out nights at Madison Square Garden, State mm-hmm. 07. Sure, sure. Okay, so that's enough. Of that. now, All right, that's enough. Let's get some birthdays. Who was born? Who was born today? MTV was. I want my MTV. Patty Maloney. Ah, Patty Maloney. That's a good Irish name. Ah, she's good. He was born this day, 1930. Cherry Garcia. Mm, delicious. Mm. Love Cherry Garcia. Happy birthday, Cherry Garcia, if you know who that is. <laughs> whoever that is. <laughs> I said, if you don't know who that oh, is. Oh, I said, whoever that is. I'm like, no, that's not a funny. Boz Burrell. Oh. From Bad Comp- Company. Uh, you know, can't get enough of your love and all those songs. Yes, yes. Also, remember King Crimson died of a heart attack on his on September twenty first, two thousand six, at age sixty. Oh my okay. God, Ricky Coot. Uh, I'm not Coons? even gonna. I'm not. Yeah. Coons- like that that's how, how I'm gonna say it because that's okay. what it looks like Coons- to me. Okay. <laughs> From the grassroots. Coochie, Coons- coochie. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, Rick Anderson from the Tubes, Happy born this day in 1947. Yeah. She is a beauty. Uh, uh, John Prakish, uh, Canadian Prakish rock bassist, worked with your winner and Rick Derringer. Yes. Tommy <laughs> Bolin. Oh, Tommy. All right. Tommy Bolin. Uh, all kind of done all kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, check him out, Tommy Bolin. Happy birthday to stay in 1951. He did. he did though. Robert Cray. There you go. We blues about guitarist. Him. 
Definitely. Now, he's a blues guitarist, in my opinion, who is a blues guitarist. Mm-hmm. I just know he has no rock in him. Robert Craig, stay 53. Uh, I'm, whatever. Uh, uh, Robert Buck, I'll turn from the return of rock band 10,000 Maniacs. Nice. Found 81, was born this day, 1958. Hey, happy it's birthday. Joe Elliott. It's Joe Elliott. Little Joey Elliott. Def Leppard. Born this day in 1959, dude. I'll be seeing him next weekend. Mm, I bet you will. Uh, Susie Gardner from L7. Mm-hmm. Chuck D from yo, Public yo, yo. Enemy. Coolio and Chuck oh, D were on the same birthday. Wow. Nice. Three years apart. Uh, I don't know what that is. Nope. Adam Duritz. Oh, yeah. From the nice. Cotton Crows. There you go. This day in 1964. Dan Dunnigan. He's older than me. Uh, D- Dan mm-hmm. Dunnigan from Disturbed. <laughs> uh, okay. And Whoever Ashley oh, Parker yeah, is. Yeah, Ashley Parker from Ooh, O-Town. Ashley Parker, come on. come on. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is, but it's pretty good. O-Town. Okay, jump over. Who's talking? Look who's talking now. What? Look who's talking now. Did you ever see the oh, movie? Oh, is it time to read? There's really shit. not a lot of discussion on the topic itself. No, no, we're just hanging <laughs> out. Hi, Bill Domiano. Hi, dear. Hi, Bill. Hi, Bill. That's me. I was saying Savannah hi, Collier. she on the list? We'll do a part two and a part three and a part four. Yeah, because there's lots. Saw Pat Travers in Canada in 2017. What about Elvis? What about him? Elvis is, Elvis is the king of rock and roll. Nobody's calling him blues. <laughs> Blues and oldies. Um, okay, that's Charlie Doyle. Uh, David Gilmore was once in an interview it's described Goltz. as an old bluesman. You had I know exactly that. It's Michael Goltz. Okay. Um, uh, there is a um, an album. It's a tr- <coughs> Excuse me. It's a tribute to Muddy Waters. Yeah. And um, it's Paul Rogers doing all the vocals. It's like a solo album. Okay. And he has. The it's a who's who of guitar players, like it's it's the who's who of everybody. Um, Richie Sambora, mm-hmm. David Gilmore, Neil Schoen, Jeff Beck. Like it's like so it's the list. Yeah, it's like the list. It's very cool to hear these guys, and it's like really cool because you know, like when you learn David Gilmore's guitar solos, you realize he's a blues. He's guy totally immersed in the blues. Um, but he, but Pink Floyd is not a blues band like at all. No. Okay. No. <laughs> so it's really neat to hear, you know, so when you hear him playing blues, you go like, oh shit, man, he's really good. He's a good blues player. Um, but that's really cool. But Gilmore's on that. It's a tribute to Muddy Waters. Paul Rogers, a tribute to Muddy Waters. <laughs> oh my God. Very informative. Okay. All right. Well, hang in with the master of disaster. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How's it going, Kev? How's it going, Kev? That's great. Great. Thanks. I'm hanging. Hi, with, everybody. I'll I'm just apologize in advance. That's yeah, him. That's, that's me. See now you know. Now you folks know why I did that. Watch <laughs> the rails. They just talk amongst themselves. I know. Say something <laughs> interesting that we it's can like read. A community. It's the Ludini community. You can say whatever you want. Uh huh. Where we won't hesitate to humiliate you. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Why is it no doubt on the list? Uh, they're not really 
a blues or I'm rock just band. I'm just being a jokester. You're being silly You're being now. Funny. Being a jokester. All right, all right, all right, all right. So next week, yeah, is our album. Yeah, yep. it is. And this is what we're going to be talking about: Chinese democracy. Oh, Thank I can't you. wait to be mad about you know, this. So, like, <laughs> Thank you. really? And there's this isn't the Some only time. Team I'm... Wong. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Shame ow, on you. Ow. Sorry, Will. That was terribly inappropriate. <laughs> of course it Don't was. Don't you know this is a podcast yeah. that's on With the tolerance? internet? You know, you can't just say anything you want on the internet, Kevin. <laughs> no. Yeah, Lou. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know. At least I preface it by I was thinking about saying this thing. Yeah, you know? it takes all the uh, all the heat off of it. I would like say no this. offense, but, but there isn't, look, but no this offense. isn't the first time that a band took like umpteen years. Um, Boston's third stage. Yeah, like and that was. Right. And I yeah. remember being terribly disappointed. I'm sorry, to those of you guys that like that album. I was terribly disappointed. If I never hear Amanda ever again, I won't be, <laughs> won't be too soon. And like, even the kind of rock tunes are really machismo, dude. Machismo. Cool, cool the engines. It's really like, I oh, mean, I like, cool you know, it's just kind of, kind of like, a, okay, you know, rock out. Yeah, yeah, go, go. Yeah, I was very excited about this. I was living in Miami at the time that this was being released, and I like they would play like the one song on the radio all the time, and I was like super excited, and then they blah. Yeah. So yeah, so I mean, this was uh, it was a, it was an it was an interest, very interesting thing that happened in music, and it happened in this in this century. Yes, <laughs> yeah, so, right? you know, so we, we, did that. we didn't have to harken back too far <laughs> to do this. And I think we've done maybe we've done some other Guns and Roses stuff in the past. In any in any case, we did Appetite. Yeah, Appetite, the album with uh, the most cowbell. Yes, of any, <laughs> of any album out there. I've been so listening to that so a lot good. lately, actually. And I know. Yeah, I know it's crazy what we do around here, isn't it? See. <laughs> So go check some of these guys out if you have not uh, heard them. I think mm-hmm. you will we'll, we'll, we'll dig them. Um, LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com is the website. You can also go to LouLombardiMusic.com and get a uh, free um, download of s- some of my music. Yeah. And you get all the same stuff you, if, that you can get at LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. You get access to the Inner Circle Group and stuff like that. You get all that there, too. Um, and check out Wolfscustoms.online or just find them on social media. Get custom artwork done on your musical instrument. And RockRageRadio.com. Download the app. It is totally what, Lily? Free! Free! I feel free. I'll bet you do. <laughs> He hates these cans. I've watched the jerk. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. This fuck. I, no, I'm not done with it. I need. I'm, I'm like in like. I'm not, I won't. Like the, I won't ruin it act. for you. I won't ruin it for you. Then. <laughs> did you ever see? Speaking of that, did, yes. you, ever, did you got either one of you guys ever see the movie? I'm gonna put this on my list. I gotta rewatch it. John dies in the end. No. No. It's fucking I've great. Heard of it, That's but I've never fucking seen fucking great. John. So John dies him? in the end. Okay. It's fucking awesome. Um. Anyway, so well, what um, happens in the end? <laughs> well, you're gonna find out. Yeah. In the end, see, get it? In the it's, oh. no, it's not a it's not a story about anal sex. Oh, oh wow! It's not a story about um, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, gay. Yeah. Oh, the new gay, the not happy. the happy gay, not the not the old not the gay. happy gay. Okay, the other gay. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> and you yell at me for something wrong. Could you, All right. could you, you know, like you can imagine some hillbillies, you know. Well, what kind of gay are you? Are you the happy gay or the other kind? 
There it is. Oh, my goodness gracious. So, uh, Lily V6, uh, what do you got going on? My show is on Thursdays, Hot Licks with Lily 6. Mine show! My show. Not mine show. Mine. <laughs> mine show. Anyway, if you want to check out the interview with the Midnight Devils who I talked about tonight, it yeah. will be on Thursday. Also, I will be at Rob Zombie tomorrow Rob at Star Lake. So, anyone going out there, you can buy me a drink. That would be awesome since they're like 20 bucks each now. What? So, there's that. And that's it. Wow. <laughs> Okay, guys, and um, also, um, I have. I'm gonna. I'm gonna end with one tip. I just got this great. Bit just of, the tip. I'll bet. This tip for you guys. <laughs> Those of you that are um, concerned, yeah, um, about the, uh, you know, they want to go see Bruce Springsteen, uh huh, but can't afford the ticket. Sure. I'll solve your problem right now. Okay. Stay home. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, have a great week. We'll catch you all on the next Ludania Rock and Roll Circus. Yeah.